Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyren. Releasing the elementals from their cell was far more difficult than expected. Control implants, more powerful than what had been used on Sam, were found on all 12 of them. Not knowing the correct way to remove them, you resorted to cutting them out with whatever you had handy. While you were able to remove a number of them, the procedures were far from graceful. The screams of pain grabbed Luva's attention, quickly killing the lizard folk guard. You then wasted little time in dispatching the pair of guards at the door. Your actions remain secret for now, but the clock is ticking. King Aldabas will carry out his plan soon. Returning to the reception hall, hoping to surreptitiously make your way up to the king, you are instead met with a brewing commotion. Where is that no-good two-copper rat Fink? calling himself Kenny the Mace. The real Kenneth Mason and Associates have arrived. Kenny has a soul patch, thin mustache, and slick hair. Like Aranus, he's wearing a puffy shirt and a large belt buckle. Coin, the changeling, appears to be younger than Vale, and they too are missing an arm. Unlike Vale, their arm has been replaced with a silver and gold-plated mechanical arm. The musician... Kenny's personal entertainer, carries a fine loot on her back. She and Iolana are both covering their faces, but the musician does so with a finely embroidered silk mask, as opposed to Iolana's wrappings. Frequently shirtless Steve is, of course, shirtless, as is Darwin. Steve's pants are tight, with one leg extending to the ankle and the other ending well above the knee, revealing a sword tattoo running the length of his leg. The four of them are accompanied by a woman with big frizzy hair and a black back jackal, and a short-haired man with a jaguar. The resemblances between your groups are certainly there, but it's a good thing no one here knows for certain who is who. Mace in hand, Kenny stalks the room in search of the imposters. What would you like to do? Vale's looking for an exit. Well, you did just come up through the doorway to the cells. So there is that one right behind you. But That's I assume you may take us different... down to the cells. I mean, there's <laughs> other 
it doesn't just go to the cells, but yes, you know at least one of the places it goes, and that place is down. But there are definitely other ways out of this room. What about Arnis, Darvin, Iolana? Vale's scoping for an exit. My instincts are so different from Vale's. Um, because my first instinct is to give Darvin my shirt, take my loot from Iolana, and go just, like, address him directly. Mm-hmm. Right? Pull the, like, Kenny, it's a party. Okay. Don't be so uptight. Move. But I don't know if that is going to function with Vale's plan. Although I suppose both of them are viable. Yeah. I, it's up to you. If you want to act as a distraction to Kenny while everybody else goes and looks for a way out. Or at least while Vale goes and looks for a way out. Darvin, yeah. what are you thinking about? It depends. I think if Darwin sees Vale looking for exits, he's naturally going to go, oh, that's a smart idea, and he's going to sort of help him do the same thing, at least maybe subconsciously. Mm -hmm. But if Arnis does what Arnis does, then Darwin's probably not doing Darwin's probably backing up Arnis. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Mm -hmm. Well. But I think we can do... Sorry. I was going to say, I think we can do both. Mm-hmm. So, like, Vale doesn't need to do anything, right, to be able to go just, like, look for stuff. And then it's yeah. really easy for me to just, like, swap some stuff. I mean, I'll be shirtless, but whatever. Um, you're, no, I guess I still, have my, I still have my armor on. So, like, I have my armor uh, under the puffy shirt. I was going to um, say, you're stepping on Steve's toes there. Right? <laughs> right. But, but, you know, I'd give Darwin my shirt, and it doesn't have to be closed or anything. It's just, like, just put this on. <laughs> just to make us a little less mm-hmm. like, posing as them a mockery of them like we'll say <laughs> right just uh-huh. Uh-huh. to take it away a little and then i'm yeah my plan is to just go address him directly while other folks look for exits mm-hmm. what's iolana gonna do is she gonna help Vale, or is she gonna go with arnis i think as weird as it sounds, I think Yolanda's uh, going to blend into the crowd so that if shit goes kind of south, they can try and help out of nowhere. Okay, that's fine. In which case, I think on your side then, Chris, just need you to make a perception roll as Vale as you kind of meander through the crowd and look for not just an exit, but you know, one that's hopefully leading closer to where you want to go. Pretty sure no matter what you roll, you're going to find an exit. But it's just a matter of where that's going to go. Uh, rolled oh, no. a three. Though this is how to... You have no bonuses. No, not to perception. Veil. I, I don't know. I'm not paying attention. Veil doesn't perceive Veil and Beth. Oh. Okay. So, a three from Veil. In which case, yeah. Veil, I see you sneaking through the crowd. And stopping at a door, just as Arnis and Darvin, with their very quick outfit change, ripping a shirt off, putting it on Darvin. <laughs> just as the two of them make their way over to Kenny the Mace. Oh, I grabbed my loot from Iolana. Oh, too. sorry. Just, yes. Yeah, to loot make that clear. Okay. Kenny is scoping out the room. He's, he's like looking at people, looking through people wandering through he's asking like hey have you seen me not me but 
me. People are a little bit confused, <laughs> but thanks to like the extremely good news from the king today, like they're taking it with they're rolling with it. You know, it's like, hey, some color in today's festivities. Because mm. so far, this guy hasn't got violent. Yeah, he's holding a mace in his hand. But, you know, like, who's really going to like, are you going to attack me? Like, like, there's like an ambassador or a prince or like a senator here. Like, they don't they don't take this guy seriously. Not in the physical threat sense, because even though it is a puffy shirt, it's still a very nice puffy shirt. He clearly has the money to potentially be in this room. And until he calls somebody out specifically or shed some blood, they're not willing to cause a commotion themselves. So what happens when you get up to Kenneth the May? What happens when you get to Kenny? Oh, I just like, I immediately just like kind of put a hand on his shoulder and go like, Hey, Kenny, it's a party. If there's somebody passing by with a tray of drinks, I grab one and like hand it to him. Like, sure. No need to be so uptight. We got good news today. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, well, you know, it's not all good news when I hear that I might already be here, when clearly I'm not until now. Oh. How would you like it if somebody said they were you? Uh, uh, who are you? Hmm. <laughs> you. I. Kenny, I'm hurt. You don't remember me? Should I know you from somewhere? From where? Trying to decide. I guess I just need a fake name. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Okay. I really hate that the name Steve has been used (laughs) so much. And I'm like, my name's Steve. It's not going to be Steve. Um, Okay. Apparently. All my references for references that just gonna happen right now. Okay. Kenny, I'm hurt you don't remember me. No, should I? Um Kenny. It's Carl. I'm in your casino like all the time. You don't remember me? Man, I'm hurt. I'm real hmm. hurt. He eyeballs you. I'm sorry, what was that? I was gonna say this is the shittiest lie I've ever told. Oh. <laughs> he eyeballs you for a moment. He turns over to Steve, like Backhand pat on the chest. Hey, Steve, Steve, do we know a Carl? Uh, frequently shirtless Steve steps up. <laughs> he gives Arnus a good once over. And he looks at Darwin, scopes down to your sword leg. and He's like mildly impressed there for a moment. But Kenny didn't ask about no sword leg. Carl. Huh? Arnus roll deception. I was going to say, you going to let me roll before he decides? Yeah. I am. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> yes. Harness deceives. 28. <laughs> Gosh. I rolled a 19. <laughs> so. Booyah. Uh, it's going to be a good night. <laughs> Steve kind of shrugs and is like, we might know a Carl. I, I can't say I recognize him, but I, I don't know. We've got a lot of people spending a lot of money in the casino. Kenny says, listen, Carl, listen, Carl, I'm sorry. I don't recognize your face right away. My apologies. Next time you're in the casino, come say hi. I'll comp you. You know, I'll I'll treat you real good. Make sure you get a fine table. So tell me, Carl, tell me, Carl. 
I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, apparently somebody here is saying they're me. The nerve. The audacity. <laughs> you seen anybody looks like me? Anybody says they're me? I've seen you. <laughs> yeah, I meant before I got here. Uh, no. Which is not exactly a lie, because I haven't seen <laughs> me. Yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenny turns to Darvin. What about you, Slick? You seen somebody? Who looks like you? Or who says they're me? Mm, just you? Question mark? Again, I get Steve, these guys. These guys, Steve. Trying to ask a simple... <laughs> Under other circumstances, it'd be very amusing. Very amusing. Don't get me wrong. Think? Somebody here saying they're me, they might be stealing my connections. They might be, uh, you know, making me look bad. Making me look too good. I don't know. I, I think you're just smarter than us. God. <laughs> <laughs> Shrug. Oh. <laughs> I think you're smarter than me. Mm. All right. Well, I'm gonna keep looking around. I gotta find out who's here. Who's saying what about me? Who's pretending to be me? You see him. If you see somebody looks like me, says they're me. But that is not me. That is not me. Okay. Look at me. That is not me. <laughs> If either you see somebody like that or hear somebody like that, come tell me. Come tell my good friend Steve here. He places a hand on Steve's chest. You can go tell the musician. Hey, maybe you guys play a song together. Hang out. Definitely let them know. Or a uh, coin over there. You let one of them know. They'll come find me. We'll get this sorted out. You? If you help me out here, you help me out here, I'll treat you even better. You got it, Kenny. Okay. Kenny and Steve continue on, searching through the crowd, asking about himself. <laughs> well, that Sorry. did not get too violent. <laughs> Vale hanging out by the door that they found, just in case anything went terribly awry. That door opens with a burst and out walks some servants with a few trays. You're at the kitchen. They've got appetizers. <laughs> they've got bad drinks. Place to try to make an exit. <laughs> you could certainly go through that way. Been but, classic chasing. <laughs> I mean, lots of knives in there, lots of cookware. Lots of pido in the face, things mm -hmm. like that. Can we mm -hmm, bend off mm -hmm. bullets with a spatula? Or heads mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. hot mm -hmm. dishes. Mm -hmm. You want you want a food fight? We could do a food fight. <gasps> food fight. Oh no, rolling pins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great bludgeoning weapon right there. Mm -hmm. Right? Solid. Okay, so Kenny is out looking. He's investigating. Not saying he's going to fail. Not saying he's going to succeed. But he's in the room. He's present, as is his crew. But I think all four of you notice that you are not immediately the center of his attention. So what would you like to do now? Um, find the direction we need to go. Mm-hmm. Right? Where, where are you trying to get to? The king. Okay. I don't know why if you had do any I, other stops along the way. Why do I feel like you actually might have accidentally found a good direction to go? I have no idea. 
I, I no idea. Well, because I mean, I feel like taking the main corridors is not really what you want to do. But if this, you know, palace is halfway decent, there's servant staircases That's and true. things that go everywhere, kind of behind the scenes. The castle is more than halfway decent. That would be yeah. a fair assumption. So I guess if I you mean, wanted King's to try King, to... So, <laughs> go ahead. If sorry. you wanted to try to go through servants' paths, through the, the smaller, dirtier, danker tunnels, as dirty as they're going to get in the capital, um, as opposed to going through the grand staircase, big halls, you know, that's up to you. I don't hate that certain, You could definitely find... A very fancy large staircase that will lead upstairs. Uh, you definitely find other ways up, but if you want to go through the servants' route, we can do that. Oh, I hate that idea. Let's do it. Who's leading the way through the servants' area, through the kitchen and the other servants' areas? I think Arnis should lead the way because Arnis is going to be able to better talk our way out of interacting with people. Should they be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Sure, makes sense. Mm-hmm. This would have been a great place for Vale to be able to shapeshift into someone important. <laughs> or a cook. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> shapeshift into the king. <laughs> and just show up and be like, well, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> hey, you know. Oh, that would have been so good. <laughs> if Vale uh, wanted that, that ability right. back, it just would have taken a, a small sacrifice. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Don't say it'll be fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that was back in Caravel that Vale had like direct oh, slash right. indirect that's access right. to Tiff. Mm-hmm. And they they were willing to make a deal, but anyways, time's passed. Alright. The six of you, if we're gonna keep Sam and Carolina with us, mm-hmm. go in through the kitchen. And right away you're met with a bustling scene. Cooks wine stewards service like laying out food getting it prepped people making real fancy cocktails and drinks and as soon as someone sees you like hey hey sorry but no guests back here please we'll bring the food out we'll bring the drink out just need a little bit more time please be patient you go ahead and write back out to me um oh i'm i'm sorry i uh we're not we're not actually guests Okay, this is awkward. I don't know exactly how to... Um, mm. So, we're like the entertainment, but we're not like for the whole party. If you know what I mean. Entertainment for who? I... Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to have to spell it out for you. Um. Yeah. So... Uh, we can't exactly just like walk up the grand staircase because no one is supposed to know that we're here um, because the king you know like invited us but you know like on the down low and I just like stare at this dude Uh just like blinking like you get it (laughs) roll deception again please (laughs) yes sir it went so well the last time. I'm. It's gonna go. Terrified away. that it's gonna go the other way. Yeah, I'm really terrified, but it's okay if it does. <laughs> I'll just try to lie my way out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a fourteen. Total. Total. 
I rolled a five. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 14 total. Mm-hmm. This cook wipes his hands on his apron and he looks at y'all. Like, like mm. you know, it's, wait, is that a, are those animals, are you bringing animals into the kitchen? I don't care who you're here for. Can't bring them through here. This is a clean place. We've got standards. I sent some canapes out there with dog fur on them. That's my ass. Okay, let me do this the um, less delicate way. I reach into my, I reach into my pocket, and I pull out five gold, and I hand it to the guy, and I'm like, "You never saw us." <laughs> this bribe is getting around. Just straight up bribe the guy because I'm like, I, I'm, I'm clearly a terrible liar right now, and so I used up all my lie on Kenny. <laughs> I just mean I hope there's still not blood on it from the last people you gave it to. Oh god, that's right. <laughs> well, we're gonna find out. We'll find out here in a moment. Is anybody else doing anything to help grease these wheels? Please, somebody help me because I anything. I don't even care what it um, is. Um, I'll back me up. Look intimidating. Do like right. crack your knuckles. I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll well, I'll try and look intimidating <laughs> slash entertaining. Uh, <laughs> intimidating. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotta be the entertainment, <laughs> but I could be intimidating entertainment. <laughs> Alright, how are you doing that, Darwin? Uh, Ooh, I know. I'll be like posing in various muscular poses. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame you've got a shirt on. <laughs> right? <laughs> Feature the leg. Feature the leg. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because before Darwin assisted, RNS was going to be rolling at disadvantage because <laughs> your lie and, you know, health code concerns. But you want to bribe and you're showing off that this is not just about the money. This might be physical pain. I, all right, RNS, I'll let you decide. This could be persuasion or intimidation thanks to Darwin's help. We're going to go persuasion here. Okay. If you're letting me choose. I am letting you choose. It colors how you succeed. It colors how things go poorly. It's up to you. But since Darwin is flexing. Oh, I got a 21. (laughs) He looks down at the five gold. He looks at the six of you plus the two animals. It's just like, "Mm, well, I guess five of you can go through. I hand him three more gold. (laughs) Smart move. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't say smart move, but I say smart. Mm. He's like, all right, just keep those animals away from the food. Uh, Scratch is definitely like starting to inch over towards the good smells. What's all this over here? Carolina gives them a little head shake, little motion. And they they return to Carolina's side. Uh, but I'm yeah, you better get a move on before you're just in the way. It's a Bustling okay, area. We're, people we're, are trying to moving. get drinks and food. Okay. We're moving, people. We're moving. All right. All right. All right. Making your way through the kitchen, pass through a hallway. It's got a couple storerooms on either side. You know, lots of good dry foods, cheese room, alcohol room. The wine cellar isn't here, obviously, but other alcohols, hanging meats, 
if you wanted to stop and have your own little party, hey, go right ahead. But something tells me that's not on the agenda. I'm not going to suggest it, but if someone <laughs> else does, I'm down. <laughs> nah, we're, we're, we got to go. Okay. Keep moving, people. Keep moving, keep moving. Right. Making your way through the servants' corridors. You're certainly able to find some stairs. Start heading up. You don't know the exact layout of the castle, of course. But I think with some of the intel that you got from the denouement before heading over here, and having seen where the balcony was that the king gave his speech from, you know the general direction that you're supposed to be heading. And let's go ahead and get you guys into some trouble. Oh, I think we're already into some trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Enough of this, this tiptoeing around here. Let's get to this room. And because you're coming up through the servants' corridors, this actually plays even better into where I wanted you to get to first. <laughs> um, coming up through the servants' corridors, you do find a door. You're pretty confident and leads into the king's chambers. You're in the right part of the castle. Opening the door, you're met with a magnificent bathroom. More like a bathhouse. There's steam all over. It's warm. It's humid. Everything in here is extremely ornate. There's a very large bath over to one side. There are nice chairs. There are places to set trays of food and drink near the bath. There's like a massage table over on one side. These probably don't get as much use anymore thanks to the king's current condition. But you're clearly in his space now. This is all way too nice just for, you know, visiting dignitaries. And through the heat and the steam, you just hear a very loud uh, sigh from somebody here in the room. Try to see if I can see who that is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just didn't know if like you were like, oh, somebody's in here. I will come back later. <laughs> but certainly. This room's not so big as to be like a complex. There aren't corridors within the bathroom itself. Just probably somewhat shrouded by a towel rack and the steam. You make your way just barely inside. You can see sitting on a very large chair, there's a giant. And unless you're mistaken, which you're not, there's a fire giant. They're in very nice armor. But they just look like they're, you know, not exactly thrilled to be here today. Okay. Do you want to do anything before they take note of your presence? Mm, try to hide. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Where, where do? I mean, I could try. Where do six people and two animals want to hide? In the steam. <laughs> You laugh, but Vale could probably do it. No, 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 I'm laughing because this fits very well into something else that I have written down here for this room. <clears throat> All right, uh, give me a perception roll real quick. Everybody? Uh, whoever wants to hide in the steam. Ooh. That's All right, let's start at the bottom of the list here. Aranus. I got a dirty 20. Nice. Darvin? We got an eight. Ooh. Ooh. Steamy in here. Ilana. Eighteen. Nice. And Vale. 
Five. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad Bale had help then. Mm-hmm. In which case, Ilana and Aranis, as you're taking stock of the situation, like it's steamy in here, but it's not quite that steamy. And you look over and a few feet away, you can see the controls for the steam in this room. And if you wanted to turn it up, it would just be like turning a dial. Yeah, let's turn it up. I point this out without saying anything. I just kind of go thing over there as I'm like pointing. Oh, and then I just walk over and I turn it up. No, no, you don't don't even have to walk (laughs) over. You don't have to walk over. Yolanda and Vale can both do it exactly from where they're standing from. Oh, gosh. I was going to say, like, hey, roll some stealth to get over there without making nope. a noise. But I forgot that people know Mage Hand. Yep. Vale sees it and reaches out with their gauntlet. And the Mage Hand comes into existence and turns the dial for us. You're just cranking that thing all the way up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, but these go to 11. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Certainly do. Oh, this is ridiculous here. Absolutely ridiculous. So, Vale turns the steam dial up, and moments later, you can hear the steam building up, and you hear the steam being expelled into this room, and just in blankets, the steam starts pouring in visibility gets reduced from, hey, you know, 10, 15 feet to five feet. You can see just about as far out as you can reach. And this place is heating up. Everybody's getting damp now. Real shame Darwin put that shirt back on. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Worst idea. But I mean, hey, nobody can really see you right now. Yolanda's totally comfortable. Oh, yeah. Elon, thanks to their cloak, uh, would definitely be comfortable. But also, you're from more of a summery part of the world, so a little <laughs> bit more heat, not going to make that much of a difference. Nope. And this fire giant notices the steam increase, of course. I get up and I'm like, what? Uh, damn thing's not working. And you hear her start to make her way over towards those controls. And now is our time to try and sneak out of here. Are you trying to sneak through? Yeah. Like out whatever way would be the other way. That's not the serpent's way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. See benefit of steam. Hard to see you downside of steam. Real hard to see the other door. So I'll ask the broad question first. How do you intend on making your way to this other door without being able to see it? Uh, Were we able to see it before we steamed the room up? Yeah, I think so. Then the intention would be to go kind of like, like if I know it's directly across from where I'm standing, then I could move laterally to the nearest wall and then forward towards it. (laughs) All right. What about other people? Um, Is it a viable option to just kind of like hold Vale's shoulder? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. yeah veil train um sure i just never know like what sort of magical abilities or or things you might still have handy from other uh, adventures like magic items i don't know what you have 
I got nothing for this, but, so I'm grabbing RNS's shoulder. All right, all right. So as this giant is walking through, Vale leading a train of you through, you have to very much hope that uh, you don't cross paths. So first, first, most importantly, everybody roll stealth with advantage thanks to the steam. Let's just see if you can be quiet making <laughs> your way God through. for advantage. Right. All right. Vale. 26. Nice. Iolana. 22. Darvin. 15. And finally, Aranus. 17. Oh, my. Might it be Darvin that blows your cover? That would be a, that would be a drastic be a change. Thing. Let me scope out this giant's uh, perception. Let's see here. Oof, 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 oof. They are distracted. That's a four and a five on the dice. If it weren't for the extra steam, I would have gone with their passive perception, which means Darwin would have been seen, but no. <sighs> You're not entirely silent. There's like a slight squeaking on the floor as you make your way through. Apparently not enough to grab this fire giant's attention. They make their way over to the dial. And I'm like, oh, stupid thing. Like, bangs on it with the fist and there's this loud thud almost a cracking sound as they hit it and you hear the steam begin to turn off and you can if you look up it's a high ceiling but if you look up you can see that it's starting to just lower down it's like falling like a curtain at your height it's certainly not exposing you yet this giant stands up straight Big stretch. I can babysitting. It's ridiculous. Walks over towards where the bath is, just runs a hand through it, splashes. They're just like trying to make the best of a very boring situation for themselves. All right. As the steam begins lowering down throughout the room, what do you want to do? How far have we made it? Um, you're pretty close to the door now. When he says babysitting, Iolana wants to take like a second look around the room and see if there's anything that he's actually like physically babysitting in the room, or like he could also obviously just be like babysitting the guest entrance, like or the servant entrance. So, like, just trying to figure out like, is there someone else in here that he's before we then like finish it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. go ahead and roll perception disadvantage unfortunately since you can't see damn it scott that was a 20 on one die it was a two on the other die which i think with mm. my bonus is like a five <laughs> but let me just double check well i apologize i love the steamy room it's actually a seven okay i love the steamy room idea It's definitely something that I wanted to play with. I just thought it was going to be in the middle of a fight rather than you guys sneaking through. But hey, you know, good dice rolls. (laughs) Good sneaking around. You want it as far as you can tell just by looking around and listening around. It's just this giant. Okay. And if you guys want to sneak through that other door, somebody better roll some stealth to open up that door nice and quiet. They'll do it. (laughs) Vale is at the front of the train, so... Makes good sense. 
It's a 25. Ooh, ooh, nice and quiet. Nice and quiet. It's a big door. Obviously, a giant's in here. But you're able to move it very quietly. The king has good doors, apparently. Well greased. Even despite all this humidity. You push the door open, and you... I'm guessing you're all going out, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to stay for a bath, do a little steam with the giant. It's no time to taste the door. Nope. <laughs> I can't top that, so no. Okay. <laughs> I guess we don't have time for a fight scene or like a chill, sexy scene in the steam. All right. Fine. <laughs> Uh, Darwin put a shirt on, so it's too late for that. Right. <laughs> hey, if you don't want to seduce a giant in a steam room, that's your fault. Meh. Not right now. Maybe later. Yeah. Besides, I don't think seduction's been used by this group ever. 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 Not ever. And when it was, it certainly wasn't by Darwin. <laughs> no, I, I, it wasn't. Vale very awkwardly tried to do a version of seduction. That guy was already hitting on you, though. Yeah. So that doesn't count, right? Like, that doesn't really count. I, like, yeah, no, it's not not my Let's push those giggles aside as we sneak into the next room. Silently opening this door, sneaking into the next room. You're met with a larger space. This is like two rooms put together, like two different purposes put together just not separated by a wall of any significant stature. And as you enter in, you appear to be in the study half. There are bookshelves, there are fine chairs. You notice tendrils of water coming in through the windows and through a skylight. But more importantly, as you enter in, you find yourself among a group of withered elves, completely in bone statue form at this point. And on the other side of the room, over in the bedroom area, towards the balcony, you can hear the king with his attendant and another guard with him. Unlike Luva, though, and even unlike that fire giant that was in the previous room. But closer, this is another giant, but definitely not fire. Their hair is pale, and their eyes are dark, They're just draped in robe after robe after robe. They're discussing the final preparations. So as you enter in among these statues into this study, statues in heavy air quotes, what would you all like to do? Um, They're in the other room or in this room with us? Imagine like this study and the bedroom are like two full and separate rooms that abut next to each other, but there's just no wall separating them. So it's... Really, only sig- like the only difference in the rooms, like you can tell where the theme and the purpose changes. Got it. But there's not a wall. There's not a curtain. Okay. This is his private area. This is where he reads. He probably entertains some up here, but it's also you know where he rests. Are these statues the ossified bodies of his family? Who's asking? Vale. 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 Yes. At least in part. There are certainly a few elves that you recognize among this menagerie. Let's see. Let's see. Who do we have here? No need to roll perception because I don't think their identities themselves are that big of a deal. 
There are certainly some that you don't recognize here. They appear to be clothed in very fine garb. But who do you recognize? Count Vera, Countess Arena, Count Duchess, Baron Misha, Earl Moore, and unfortunately, Princess Annika as well. All in all, there are a dozen. But there is something that I think would be interesting to see. So go ahead and roll perception, everybody. All right. Darwin. I rolled a one for a total of three. Ooh, got all that steam in your eyes, buddy. Right? Okay. Veil. Mm-hmm. Three. <laughs> also a three. Oh. Aranus? I got a 13. Hey, double digits. Nice. And Ilana? 22. There we go. I was going to feel bad given just like meh information on that 13. 22 we can work with. Darvin and Vale coming out from the steam. There's still just some of that in your eyes. You can certainly make out who these elves are if you recognize them. But it's Ilana who takes the most note. And that is, as you're looking over these ossified remains of these elves, you notice that each of them have in their chest. They have also been implanted with a control implant. And much like the elementals that you encountered downstairs, each of them bears a slightly different rune. Okay. So it's what? Sorry. It's dirty. It's evil. Oh, okay. I don't know why it's uh, dirty. Okay. It's a dirty so, trick. Kind of taking in this room, the veil's gonna kind of in hushed tones, right? Wanting to not be heard mm-hmm. in the other room. This is where we set an ambush and kind of tell everyone like we need to hide and get them to come in here. <laughs> Do you still oh no, it's an hour to set glyph of warding. Never mind. <laughs> Do you I mean, do you want me to just be bait? Mm. Vale's just going to start knocking over statues. Okay. So everybody hide, and then that's... Uh... Can Vale, with their very good expertise in stealth, suggest a hiding place for Arnis, who's not very good at being sneaky? You rolled better than me last time. I, I really <laughs> did. Yeah. I'm essentially asking if I can help Arnis. Um... I don't think you could help with stealth uh, because I mean, how Aranus moves is really dependent on Aranus. Um, I'm trying to think of a way that you could, in theory, help with moving silently through the room. Because, like I said, there are a dozen of these statues. They would certainly help obfuscate movement. There are chairs. There's a table here. There's probably an actual statue, if I had to guess. There's probably a statue of the king's grandfather or, you know, some former royal. I got it. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know how you could help them stealth. I know how. Um, <laughs> Vale's going to turn to Iolana. To Iolana, make Arnus float. What? <laughs> because then all you have to do is push Arnus around the room <laughs> and Arnus doesn't have to make a stealth check. No, I mean, artists. Actually, I've got a couple options here. Um, (laughs) 
before we get to that, is is anybody else doing anything particularly fancy? Nothing fancy. Okay. Because stealth would be the default role here. Yep. But okay. Iolana wants to make Aranus levitate. Mm-hmm. What does that require? It's a racial. I think it says it requires anything. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I wasn't sure if this was a Genasi thing or if this was a mystic thing. Yeah, it's a Genasi thing. Is this like the once per day you can do this thing? Yep. Okay. Okay. How long does this last? Mm, however long levitation lasts. I would just be having yeah. it last long enough to move them and then settle. I think it's like a minute. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to maintain this beyond the movement. Yeah. It's just simply to help her move or help Arnis because then Iolana's mm-hmm. going to want to make themselves invisible. Okay. All right. Iolana makes Arnis float. <laughs> and just literally just like half a foot off the ground, just enough to not have to worry about moving. Mm-hmm. Arnis, how's it feel to float? Pretty fucking weird. But if it means I don't trip over mm-hmm. my own damn feet, I'm here for it. Okay. Okay. Now, as far as where people want to hide in this room, in this study side of the room, that's up to you. You just have to tell me where you want to go. Vale, Iolana, and Darwin, you all can roll stealth. Aranus, though, you could roll stealth or you could roll acrobatics with advantage on either. Roll me some acrobatics. This is like you using what's in the room to maneuver yourself around, hopefully being graceful. Oh, uh, yeah, I've been graceful. <laughs> and Iolana's going to use the s- seven side points to do enduring invisibility. Is enduring invisibility different than regular invisibility? So what I've been using primarily is step from sight. That works pretty much like invisibility. Enduring invisibility is only myself, and it works like greater invisibility. Okay, okay. Concentration, though, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just making sure. Just making sure. <clears throat> okay. Enduring invisibility. As a bonus action, you turn invisible and remain so until your concentration ends. Yeah, yeah, that sounds a lot like greater invisibility. Obviously, if you do anything else that requires concentration, that'll fall. But, yeah. okay. Has everybody rolled? Yep. That is correct. All right. Yeah, since Arnis claimed to be graceful, Arnis, what'd you get? 26. Ooh. Very nice. Told you. you. Nimbly push and maneuver your way among the withered statues and the furniture in this room. Where are you ending up? Um, I was thinking just like behind one of the statues. Mm-hmm. Are you hiding behind anyone in particular? Probably Baron Misha. Because I feel like, I feel like if Fail's not going to smash anybody, it might actually be them. <laughs> <laughs> too true <laughs> so I'm, I'm just trying to count here which ones that you know and which ones that you don't know that looks like there are six of them here that you do know okay so Aranus is just floating over there by Baron Misha until Iolana releases him of course which will be pretty much whenever this is set Yolanda's looking for Yolanda's looking for a gesture of like I'm good, like a thumbs up or something. Because when Yolanda mm-hmm. sees it, then the lower Arnest. Okay, Arnest, do you want to be on the ground? Yes, please. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Arnest comes to rest just behind Baron Misha. Darvin, would you roll? So I rolled a thirteen. 
Mm-hmm. Where are you going to hide? I'm going to try to hide against, like, the wall if there's a lip or something. Just anything I can, like, you know, just lean against real tight. Mm-hmm. You'd probably hide, like, next to a bookshelf. Yeah, like that. If you wanted to go behind a curtain or a tapestry, I could see that. Ooh, let's do, let's do a curtain or tapestry like that. Which is it? Curtain or tapestry? Curtain. Okay. Which means you have a nice view out of the castle from here, too. The Grand Passage is still just filled with people. You can't tell what they're doing because you're way up here, but yeah. It's not like the crowd dispersed after the king's announcement. They're awaiting something. We'll, we'll see if that 13 was good enough, but first, let's get everybody else in place. Iolana, what about you? What'd you roll? 19. Okay. Where are you hiding? I'm trying to kind of set up a kill zone between all of us, so somewhere kind of opposite Arnis and, and Darvin, kind of create that crossfire, for lack of a better term, <laughs> in the center of us. Are you hiding behind one of the statues, or are you hiding behind a piece of furniture? Milan is invisible, so not really hiding at all, just not being in, like, in a path. Okay. Which statue are you closest to? Whose statue? I'm kind of not exactly sure the lay of the land right now. You could always pick a stranger. I'm, they're laid yeah, out just like, wherever we I'm, want them I'm to be. not standing next to anyone that we know. More, mostly concerned about standing in a strategic position. Okay. just want to mark down who's by what, or who's by who even. Just in case things go wrong and you end up using one of them as a shield, I gotta know who breaks. Alright. Lana. Let's see. Just gonna roll quick. D6 here. <laughs> oh man. Yolanda, since you are invisible, you don't have to worry as much about hiding directly behind anything in particular. When you set up your position, placing yourself strategically, you find yourself near, if not directly behind, a female elf with extremely nice clothing and a crown. I mean, as is true with most of the people in this room, she carries a very regal look. And finally, Vale. I rolled a 25 as I rolled seven. Thank you, reliable talent. <laughs> okay. Where would you like to hide in here? Well, Vale's not so much looking to hide because they're, they're going to cause a ruckus. Um, I think they're gonna, the, their goal would be to knock over one of them and then hide near another one, if that makes sense. Okay. In which case, who are you next to? Who are you next to to push over, I should ask? Well, oddly enough, Scott, I think Yolanda is standing next to the one that would draw Vale's eye, because Vale's looking for the queen. Um, you could roll a quick perception or investigation to try to confirm those thoughts. Let's investigation, since that's yeah. Vale's better stat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're looking over these statues in greater detail. And there's only a handful to narrow it down from, because you know who the others are. You know who some of the others are. I don't even need my reliable talent because it's a 16 on the die. It makes it 27. The one that Iolana is near definitely appears to be dressed in the finest of clothes and has the most fanciful crown. There might be a tiara or like a circlet on some of the others, but this one seems to have some purpose behind it. Oh, and then not knowing that Iolana is standing there because 
She's invisible. Visible. Um, yeah. Vale's going to walk over and push that sucker over. Just a second, Vale. Just a second, Vale. Because if you do that, that means we're, well, first of all, we're definitely starting things, but also we need to see if Darwin got spotted. First, Sam and Carolina move quietly behind a pair of large armchairs, sniffins, and scratch at their sides, ready to get together to, you know, in case things really pop off here. Over there on the bedroom side of the room, you can hear the king and his attendant and personal guard going over the final preparations as you all take your places. And let's see if this guard notices anybody. They hear Darwin's footsteps as he's getting into position behind this curtain. And you see this pale-haired giant stand up straight. What was that? The attendant turns to them and says, Elbrus, check it out. We can't have any interruptions right now. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrim.